I was baptized at Embury United Methodist Church in Birmingham, Michigan, in the winter of 1979. I was just a baby, very young, obviously, I don't remember any of it. But I do know that my parents were there, my godparents were there, and my grandparents were there. Even though none of them were really churchgoers, except for my one grandmother, who was an ardent Roman Catholic, it was still important enough to them that I received this sacrament of baptism. Sadly, most of the people who were present there are no longer with us. But somehow, in a mystical way, the import of that day and the spirit of it has rested with me ever since. There were actually not a whole lot of times after that that I attended church with my family just once in a while. But when I was a teenager, I started a quest of spiritual seeking. And one day after school, I was rifling through some papers in my parents' office before they came home from work after I had gotten home from school. And I discovered my baptismal certificate. On it was the Lord's Prayer printed. And I decided that it would probably be a good idea for me to learn that prayer and to memorize it. And so for a couple of days, I kept saying it over and over again until it became a part of me. Since that day, of course, I've had the amazing privilege and honor of being able to baptize many people, children, adults, people at various phases of their lives, families from so many different backgrounds who come to the font of this church with their own expectations and hopes for themselves and for their children. It's amazing to think that over the course of my ministry, there are pages and pages of names of people that I've been able to witness this with and even administer that sacrament. It's one of the most remarkable and miraculous things about this vocation that I get to have. But one of the amazing things that it has given me insight into is that at each and every one of those baptisms, I can feel how my own experience, God's blessing in my life, is so closely intertwined with that of the person or the child who is being baptized themselves. It truly is an amazing moment when you can almost see the heavens crack open just a little bit and the spirit of our loving God descend upon the person who is being baptized. What greater miracle could anyone hope for? Well, that's the story of my baptism. What's the story of yours? Were you baptized in this tradition or in another one? Were you baptized as an infant like I was? Or was it a decision that you made as a young adult or a more mature person? Who were the people who were there? Were they with you along your spiritual journey up to this point? Were you baptized in this country or in another one? And if that's the case, have you felt God's presence with you stretching across seas and oceans? 
Do you still keep in contact with your godparents? Have you been present for the baptisms of your own children or perhaps your godchildren? You see, each of us has a story about baptism. And even if you yourself have not been baptized, simply by being present here in this liturgy, in person or online, your spiritual story is being interwoven with that of everyone else who is here. And this moment, this sacred instance of baptism, is a sure and certain reminder that we really and truly are all God's children. As if to prove the point, Jesus himself became baptized. This was his story, and we hear it in the Gospel of Matthew. It was, of course, a highly unlikely birth, and Jesus was born into an incredibly dangerous environment. Just after the wise men came from the east to witness his birth, an edict went out from Herod that all young male children should be executed. And so it was only by the grace of a dream that Jesus and his family escaped this gruesome fate. As he grew, his spiritual authority grew with him, and he understood it was time for him to go from his backwater hometown of Nazareth to the River Jordan, which, if you've ever seen it, isn't exactly the most impressive river, more kind of like a big creek. But nonetheless, John the Baptist had been there, preaching repentance and salvation, and trying to reform this religion that was so precious to the people who followed it. Jesus came to John and asked that he himself might be baptized, but John protested, saying that it was Jesus who should baptize John. But Jesus says that all righteousness must be fulfilled, and so he receives the baptism of John. And it's at that moment, when he comes up from the waters, that that voice, that booming voice from the Spirit of God comes and says, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Well, that's Jesus' story of baptism. He has one, the same way that you have one, the same way that I have one. And just like those very waters in which Jesus was baptized, these stories flow into one another. Just like that water that flowed out from the River Jordan into the sea, only to evaporate into the air and become great clouds that then rain down water on a parched earth, this story continues. It's passed down from generation to generation between people of faith over time and space. And yet, even after all of these centuries, these millennia, this moment, this sacred moment of baptism, continues to refresh us, to quench our thirst for God and for justice and for peace and for unity in this world. That is why we continue to celebrate this sacrament, to remind us in no uncertain terms that each and every person is a beloved child of God. Each person 
worthy of that statement that we are God's children, God's beloved, and with us, God is well pleased. Imagine for a moment if everyone on earth lived as if this sacrament of baptism really were true. We walk through life dressed up in so many things, titles, power, money, ambition, grief, loss, sadness, disappointment. And yet at the core of it, deep down, we are all God's children, each and every one of us deserving of this statement that came down and said to Jesus that he was God's beloved, and with him he was well-pleased. If we found the courage and the strength to live our lives each and every day as if we too were precious children of God, then we would be able to walk through this life in the sure and certain confidence that there is nothing that can ever separate us from God's love or from the love of one another. If we were able to treat one another, to look each other in the eyes and see yet another beloved child of God, then there would be no violence, no war, no strife, no prejudice, nothing of the poisons that infect our society over and over again. And isn't that the kind of world that we want to live in? Isn't that the kind of life that we want to lead? Of course it is. We strive for it each and every day, week after week, year after year, generation after generation. And it is by virtue of our baptisms that we are empowered to do this work. Today, we will baptize yet another person at this church, Thomas Patrick Delaney. He's in the back right now, chattering a little bit, getting ready for his big moment. But Thomas is two years old. That means that unlike most of us, his life has been lived entirely under this pandemic. Can you imagine that? That there is now a generation of human beings who will never have known what life was like before the pandemic. It was a little bit too difficult for him to get baptized under those circumstances, which I think makes this day all the more precious. Children Thomas's age remind us that baptism is not to be taken for granted, that actually it's a privilege, it's a precious thing, something that isn't possible under all circumstances. And I think that gives us a moment to pause and reflect and pray about what kind of post-pandemic world we want. If this sacrament truly is so precious, then do we, are we ready to take it as seriously as God wants us to take it? Are we willing to hear these baptismal vows afresh and recommit ourselves to them as we are about to do, to take them seriously and to walk with them out of this building into the world, to treat each and every human being as if they true, 
were a precious child of God. Thomas Patrick, we welcome you into the household of faith. We ask that you join with us in confessing the faith of Christ crucified and join with us in his royal priesthood. Because by his baptism, our baptisms are made real and yours will be too. Amen.